second period. Carolina leading that series two games to one. Coming up later on tonight, Dallas at Seattle. The Kraken leading the series 2-1. Blue Jays visiting the Phillies tonight. Middle of the fifth. Philadelphia up 2-1. Oilers home to the Golden Knights tomorrow. It's on 6.30. Jed with the faceoff show at 6. The game will start a little bit after 8 o'clock and uh, actually an 8-10 faceoff. So none of this, uh, you know, 8-20 or 8 25 or some of the games we've had here in the postseason as Vegas now leads the series two games to one after a very convincing 5-1 win over the Oilers last night. There will be a game five Friday in Vegas. They still have not announced the start time for that game. So we know there's going to be a game. Don't have a start time yet for uh, game five Friday in Vegas. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Reed Wilkins with you. Inside Sports on 630 Chad. Of course, a lot of uh, playoff talk as we move along tonight. We'll get an update on the uh, Elks AGM as well. And uh, we got some news about a longtime U of A coach who is leaving her post. And we'll talk to her later on on the show. Happy Happy to hear from you as uh, there's been a lot of talk and digestion of that poor performance by the Oilers last night. Feel free to get in touch at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed pro all the way. You can email the show inside sports at 630ched.com. Follow me on Twitter. You can send me a message there at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Uh, got a couple of messages and uh, a couple of emails throughout the day today we'll get to those as we move along and uh, of course uh, anything else that uh, comes in during the show and if it's like uh, what we had on friday i'm sure there will be many of you who want to chime in 780-496-0063 very quickly here uh kellen the the uh, clip you just pulled for us zach hyman did not skate Today, you know that he was uh, hobbled for, well, about the final 46 minutes of the game. Last night, he was hit by Haig with about six and a half minutes left in the first period. I know uh, many Oilers fans felt there should have been a penalty called on the play. Nonetheless, Hyman did not skate today, and here is what head coach Jay Woodcroft had to say about Hyman. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what comes out the gate tomorrow night. Uh, he did not practice today. Okay. Play that again, Kellen. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what comes out of the gate tomorrow night. Uh, he did not practice today. 4.3 seconds. 4.3 seconds on uh, <laughs> Zach Hyman. He uh, did not practice today, which we knew. And uh, as Woodcroft has often said throughout this season, when asked about the lineup or injured players or things like that, we'll see what comes out of the gate tomorrow night. It would be my educated guess, if, if you want to call it that, my gut feeling or based on years of experience of watching and covering sports, that he, I, I would say he's highly doubtful to play tomorrow if he didn't even practice today. Now, I know players have missed practices. and morning, I mean, Evander Kane missed a couple skates in the first round. He kept playing. 
but I think given the uh, obvious nature of, of Hyman's uh, being hit and the fact that, uh, you know, he looked a little uncomfortable for most of the game after being hit last night, just my guess that it's unlikely he's going to play tomorrow night. But we'll see. But that's obviously not great news with a uh, key member of the Oilers possibly out of the lineup. Full marks to, to Vegas last night for the win. I, I mean, they were the better team. I, I thought they were the hungrier team. They were the sharper team. They were the more detailed team. They executed much better. Uh, they played to their strengths far better than the Oilers played to theirs. And it showed, even though Edmonton got that early lead and it looked like, oh, man, do they have Vegas really on their heels after a convincing win in game two? Vegas was like, no, we know what we got to do. Marsha Show got a couple of goals in the first period. Dominant second period by Vegas. They had four pucks go in the net. One of them was disallowed. And then they uh, put it to sleep quite nicely in the third period. Very low event third period. I did have a, a buddy text me during the third period last night, said, hey, Reed, are you still awake? Well, obviously, I was, I was still awake. I tend not to fall asleep on the job, though we'll see what happens in the next couple of hours. Um, but, yeah, just a, a much better performance by Vegas. So, uh, on the one hand, give Vegas credit. On the other hand, clearly an inferior performance by the Oilers, given our expectations for the team and how they performed most, I mean, not just most of the second half of the season, most of the season. I thought that was quite a quite a poor game for Edmonton. But as I said, Vegas got in, got on the four check, were able to keep pucks alive. They uh, won the front of the net. They won down low. And Oilers defenseman Brett Kulak today commented on the Vegas four check. Yeah, they're really good. They're skilled. They're deceptive. They don't they don't give up pucks easy. They hang on to it and make plays, and and they make you work for it to get it back in your own zone. And uh, I think they're they're very good at that, and they've been uh, they've been successful at that lately. All right. Well, they they did that very well last night. By the way, for their injury, uh, Bruce Cassidy, the head coach, didn't really say much about Laurent Brassois today. I, I get it. I think given the nature of how uh, he looked leaving the ice, I, I, I would think he's unlikely to be back in net, which means we probably see Aiden Hill tomorrow for the Golden Knights against the Oilers. So uh, here we go, back and forth in this series. There, I, I don't think we've had a game here that, uh, I mean, most of that L.A. series was very tense, very even. Even when teams had leads, they, they often evaporated. And a lot of those games came down to the third period. In this series, to me, Vegas was clearly better in game one, even though it was a close game. The Oilers tied it early in the third period. Vegas quickly retook a two-goal lead. Leon Dreisaitl scored again. So Edmonton was, you know, within a goal or two most of that game, though I, I think that they were the inferior club most of the night. Oilers jumped out to a big lead in, uh, in the second game and won it, and then Vegas counterpunches last night with, I mean, they outplayed the Oilers in the first period, were only up a goal, and then, as I said, pretty much put it away in the second period. So back and forth you go. That's the nature of the playoffs, and Jay Woodcroft says that uh, the Oilers are pretty good at bouncing back. You know, I think we're a team that's unified in its purpose and uh, a team that's deaf to doubt. Um, so for me, uh, you know, we head into today, no one was happy with the game last night. Uh, we took our medicine and uh, we made sure to use today to set us up uh, to have some success tomorrow. And, um, you know, the way you do that is by making sure you do your work. Uh, you honestly self-assess and uh, you address the areas that have to get cleaned up. All right, so that's pretty much every area, I think, for the Oilers, who it looks like will stay with Stuart Skinner 
in goal tomorrow night. He was in the uh, starters net, whatever you want to call it, practice. I just go by who's in the home team net, and Skinner was there for the practice today. They have three goalies on the ice, Jack uh, Campbell and Calvin Pickard also taking part. But it looks like it's still going to be Skinner's net tomorrow, even though he got pulled yesterday. Um, you know, I, I think, and we talked about this a bit last week, I think it was after game one, I put him in that category of players who you'd like to be a little bit better. I, I don't think Skinner has been awful in the postseason, but he has been pulled twice. Again, not all on him, uh, but I don't think quite at the level he was. Well, I, I don't, not I think. I know he hasn't been quite at the level that he was for uh, the majority of the regular season. So, it, But it looks like it's going to be him tomorrow. And then I think beyond that, well, we'll see, right? Uh, Stuart Skinner's save percentage in the playoffs, 888. Uh, I mean, you need it to be a little bit higher than that. And uh, I know there were a couple goals last night. You could probably say, okay, could have he had it? Yeah. Could have the coverage been better on some of the goals? Yeah. But does look like that uh, Skinner is going to be the goaltender tomorrow night. And Kulak commented on the Oilers' formula for game four. The desperation and urgency. We know now that if we don't if we don't show up tomorrow, then we're in a very bad spot in the series. So, it's uh, backs are already against the wall pretty much, and and that's the mood in the room. So, we know what to do. Well, down two one against Los Angeles, and then down three nothing after the first period of Game Four. They were uh, quite convincingly the better team after that. So now they'll try to do that against. Well, they won't try to fall behind early <laughs> tomorrow against the Golden Knights, but we'll definitely try to rally. Okay, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Give us your calls and your messages here. Plenty of open line time. Plenty to talk about whatever you see in the series. Uh, message here from Morris. He says, hey, Reed, 5-1, 2-1, or 10-1. It doesn't matter. It's worth one win. The Oilers will be fine. They know they can play better. They just have to show it. That is from Morris. I think they can play better, and I also think they're, uh, and Morris, they're taking on a team who is pretty good at doing what they want to do and, and hindering the Oilers from, from their strengths at times. But, yeah, there's no doubt the Oilers know they can play better. They know what they have to do to play better. they got to consistently execute it because I would say for at least, I, I think generously for at least four of the nine periods in this series, the Oilers haven't played to their potential. And you could probably even argue that that's as high as six. Jeff says, pretty discouraging game by the Oilers. They played like they'd won the series already just because they won game two easily. Good teams don't make that mistake. That is from Jeff. Uh, Jeff, you're not the first person to express that sentiment to me. Uh, somebody pretty close to the team suggested that to me even during the game last night, uh, wondering with dismay if the Oilers uh, got a little... Well, maybe not full on themselves is the right word, but got uh, started feeling a little comfortable after the convincing win in game two, which they which they shouldn't. You're right. You good teams can't make that mistake. They got to keep the accelerator down. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We'll call a quick timeout. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Carolina now leading New Jersey 2-1 halfway through the second period, Game 4 of that series. Oilers Game 4 is tomorrow against the Vegas Golden Knights, 780-496-0063. We have Ed standing by. Ed, thanks for listening. Go ahead. Hi, hi, Reed. How are you tonight? Good. Good. 
so I've been watching hockey uh, for uh, like since the late seventies. Okay. And uh, I'm a passionate fan, and I've noticed over the years that it, it seems to me that uh, it takes a team uh, a little experience and a little elderly, I guess mm-hmm. is the word. Yeah, wisdom. Uh, to to go uh, deep in the playoffs. Now, my my question to you, I guess, is: Are the Oilers elderly enough, experienced enough in the playoffs? I think Vegas is maybe a little more playoff savvy uh, as a whole. Uh, I just. My question is, are the Oilers... Well, what do you... My short answer would be yes. I think they should should be. And that doesn't mean they're the only team that should be like that. And you're right. Vegas has a lot of that. I mean, since they've come into the league, what, they've missed the playoff once, they've been to the cup final, they've been to the conference final. I mean, they've they've got a pretty good five-year run or whatever it is. But I, I do think the Oilers after the last three years should have learned some lessons what do you think you're you're asking so i assume you've thought about it well yeah i i i'm really uh uh pumped about this season and how they've grown and with the acquisitions i think we are uh definitely a playoff contender team uh uh, yeah, I just wonder if uh, if it's going to come down to who wants it the most. Well, I think, yeah, that's a fair point. I I, I think last night, it and, and I guess the previous game, because Vegas wasn't great the previous game, it was just uh, execution, right? And one team yeah. kind of got yeah. rolling and, and the other team couldn't answer the bell. I, I hope at this point, I, I, I hope at this point that the Oilers... Look, it's very close in the playoffs. Look, I, I was optimistic. I picked them to win the Stanley Cup. It's not like I thought it was going to be a cakewalk. I, I just chose to be optimistic yeah, about it because no, I think I... they're as good as anybody. I just hope if they lose in this series, and hey, right now they could lose as soon as Friday. I, I hope next week we're not talking about, oh, this guy didn't do this, or this guy looked like he was 75%, or this guy who played well all year looked a little negligent in terms of what he usually does. If Vegas oh, out exactly. beats the Oilers, then yeah. good for Vegas. I, I just hope if the Oilers go down, it's with a much more thorough effort than the one they had last night. Yeah, no, I agree. And and uh, I do agree with your comment yeah, earlier about uh, uh they maybe got a bit relaxed after the 5-1 uh, in the second game and just maybe a little relaxed and didn't come up with the best effort. Yeah, maybe. And, yep. and I know they can show more. But, I, yeah, that was just my question. If you think experience and in the playoffs has a lot to do with the outcome. Yeah, I appreciate that, Ed. I, I do think in most in most sports you, you you hear this, and I know it can be a bit of a cliche, but I do think there are a lot of things that back it up, a lot of instances that back it up, that sometimes you have to go through some tough lessons before you do become a champion or go deep in the playoffs in, in any sport. Um, 
I just think the Oilers should be there. And let's face it, it's not always the most experienced team that wins. In that case, every GM would just try to get the oldest players possible. You have to have also guys in their peak who have been through it. And I, I do think the Oilers are, are there, quite frankly. I think with McDavid and, and Dreisaitl, and there, I know that you know there's always positions you can question. But I, 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 I feel the Oilers should have the playoff wisdom and savvy to do well. And hey, it's two one. Now we're gonna see, right? This is a, this is the exact type of time when uh, when you need a little bit of that wisdom and a little bit of that experience. Kellen, uh, hit me with a couple of messages before we go to the news. Yeah, certainly. Uh, we've got Nick texting in and says uh, that $9.25 million cap hit for Nurse is going to cost the Oilers deep playoff runs, never mind a Stanley Cup. Nurse is so easy to play against. Opposing coaches and players recognize that easily. That's from Nick. Okay. And we got another quick one here from GC. He says, CC is our weak, weak link. He's slow, gives up the puck too much, is out of position lots, and makes poor puck decisions. The other teams know it and key on him. Watch him. That's from GC. Uh, well, I think CC has not been as good this year as he was last. I think he's been playing a little uh, hobbled most of the year. I thought he and Nurse had a tough night last night. Uh, quite frankly, I thought Bouchard and Ekholm had a tough night last uh, last night as well. So you had the Oilers' top four defensemen, and none of them were really playing like top four defensemen. 